So today I'm going to go through the first initial steps of starting a business in an easy and organized way that anyone can understand. So if you have a pen and a piece of paper, jot these steps down and make yourself a checklist. Welcome to What Your CPA Wants You to Know, a podcast for business owners and those planning to make the jump into entrepreneurship. If you're thinking, I've got a great business idea, but what's next? This podcast is for you. I'm Carson Sands. And I'm Taryn Sands. And together, we started our CPA firm. We've grown exponentially over the past six years. I'm a CPA with over 10 years of experience helping people start and grow their businesses. And I'm an MBA with a specialization in marketing and entrepreneurship. Follow along as we share the ins and outs of running a business while keeping your family and sanity intact. And how to save tax dollars without breaking any IRS rules or triggering a painful audit. We're here to share everything your CPA wants you to know in a fun and easy to understand way. Let's get started. Let's do it. If you are starting a new business this year or plan to any time in the future, this episode is for you. Today, I'm going to explain exactly what steps you need to take to start a business properly, what processes need to be put into place, and what should be on your radar for the future as your business continues to grow. This episode is packed with so much valuable information that many people pay hundreds of dollars for to sit down with a CPA and have a consult to figure it out. So I'm very excited to share this episode with everyone starting a new business for free. Carson is out again this week, unfortunately, so you are stuck with me once again. We are finding it pretty difficult during this time of year to have a time for both of us to podcast with all of these deadlines approaching. But this episode is right up my alley, so this is a perfect one for me. First and foremost, I want to say congratulations on starting a new business. I know from experience that it is super, super stressful and a lot of work. Also, the fear of the unknown is always a tough feeling when you're starting a business. That's exactly why we want to give you the information in this episode today. Starting a business is just like anything else in life. You shouldn't just jump off the deep end without knowing what you're getting yourself into. Yet, this is exactly what we see many business owners do. But why is that? Why do we think that always happens? Speaking from our experience, it's usually because the person focuses on the other side of their business most. The thing that they're super passionate about and forgets that there's all this paperwork and accounting side to the business. Let's say you're a chef and you're opening a food truck. You're probably so busy figuring out the menu, the site location, the upfront investment amount, the equipment you need, what you want your new logo to look like, business cards, advertising, and those are very good things to think about and figure out. But the paperwork and accounting side of the business often gets placed on the back burner. So if you're listening to this podcast episode, it tells me that you already know that the paperwork and accounting side of your business is very important. So good for you. 
Becoming a business owner involves a lot of learning and you're taking the very first step in educating yourself and that's awesome. Our girl Kaylee that works for us always says they should make a class and a test for anyone when you set up a new business and I totally agree. There is just so much to know when you start a new business about filings and taxes and new due dates. They just do not do a good job of organizing the information and giving it to business owners. They just set you on your way and say, good luck navigating all of these tax rules and filing requirements. And if you forget one, you know we'll penalize you. But for real, you really have to do the research yourself to make sure you're doing all of the correct filings for your state and for the federal government. It's a lot. It's a lot to learn, too. Now, as a CPA and an MBA, my husband and I were very lucky because we already knew what to do when we started our business. We filed all the paperwork and set everything up ourselves. We had learned pretty much everything we needed working in accounting firms, so we knew exactly what paperwork we needed and we could easily file our own business taxes, too. Now, that is not very common. Most people have no idea what to do or what to file. And the tax codes, both state and federal, are very confusing. So today, I'm going to go through the first initial steps of starting a business in an easy and organized way that anyone can understand. So if you have a pen and a piece of paper, jot these steps down and make yourself a checklist. So let's say you're setting up a new business and you're wanting to file an LLC for the business right at the start. We do recommend an LLC for most businesses from the start, and you can learn so much information about LLCs if you listen to episode nine of this podcast. Though, if you're planning on starting and growing a business, you will at some point need to switch to an S-Corp for tax purposes, so starting out as an LLC is a really smart thing to do if you can. Now, the only reason you might not want to would be the price. So it is, for instance, $300 in Texas to file the LLC, plus if you have someone do it for you, it's more. So I'd say that's really the only reason maybe you wouldn't from the very beginning. However, if you have room in your budget to file the LLC from the start, it makes things a lot easier as far as paperwork and everything goes. So we're starting a very new business and we want to get an LLC. The very first thing you want to do when you start a new business is to pick a business name. Now, you probably have a really good idea of the business name you want to use already. So once you have that name, you need to see if it's available to use. To do this, you need to go to your state's website and run a name availability check for that name. It will tell you pretty instantly if there are any other similar names that are just too similar. Once you have the name, then you will file the LLC. So you can file the LLC a few ways. You can do it online yourself. You can hire a CPA to do it. You can hire a lawyer to do it. There are many ways. And like I said, we go into even more detail on episode nine about LLCs. Once you have the LLC back, then you will get the EIN. And you do the EIN after the LLC because you want to apply for the EIN in the LLC's name. You can get an EIN very easily and very quickly on the IRS website. So you go to the website, you get the EIN, now what? 
Next, you're going to go and open a bank account for your business. When you open a business bank account, you're going to need the EIN to open that account. So that's why you do this after you already have your EIN. So it is very, very important that you get a separate bank account for your business because you want to keep everything from your business and your personal separate. When you don't do that, it's called commingling assets. And there's also a lot more information in that episode about LLCs about this as well. So legally, you don't want to do that. But also, you don't want to do that for tax reasons. You easily want to see in one bank account all of the income and expenses from your business. You don't want random transactions in there from your child's gymnastics class or personal bills or things like that. That's going to make your books really, really messy, and it's going to be a big pain in the ass for you when you're trying to get all of your books together for taxes. So now that you have your name, you have your LLC, your EIN, and your bank account, you are all legally set up and ready to go. The next steps we're going to talk about aren't necessarily things that you must do to be a legal business. These are things that as a CPA, MBA, and business owners that we really, really want you to do so that you're getting started on the right foot and running your business in a way that makes your life easier. So the next thing you need to do for that is to decide on a bookkeeping system. Now, if you're starting out and you need to keep expenses low, you do not have to use QuickBooks, but QuickBooks is what we do recommend for most business owners. If you don't want to use QuickBooks, we recommend that you use an Excel spreadsheet to track income and expenses monthly. Now, if you do plan to grow and one day do payroll filings and switch to an S-Corp and all of that, we would suggest that you start out with QuickBooks because that will make things much easier down the road. QuickBooks is the easiest way to keep track of everything And you can later upgrade to QuickBooks Payroll to help with all of your payroll filings. You will want to link your QuickBooks to your bank account. And if you have a credit card, you you will want to link that credit card to your QuickBooks as well. Then you're going to make sure that you set down at least once a month and reconcile your books. So reconciling just means going through each transaction and assigning a category like advertising, rent, supplies, things like that. At the end of the month, you'll be able to pull reports easily from QuickBooks to see what your profit is and what you spent in certain categories. This is huge for business owners to be able to see how the business is performing. But let's say maybe you don't care about that. Some business owners don't and they don't look at it very often. You absolutely will need it at least once a year because you need those reports in order for your CPA to file your tax return. So if you don't have a set of books and you go all year not having a set of books, you will have to create those books so you can file your tax return. Now, if you set up a business bank account, like I said earlier, It would actually be pretty easy to pull all of your bank statements and make a spreadsheet of all of your income and expenses because you wouldn't be having to sift through transactions. You know you're not missing any and you just need to compile them all. If you were mixing everything with business and personal, it would be a huge pain in the ass to make those books at the end of the year. 
So just know that you will need those reports. Even if you don't look at them, you will need them for your tax return. Another thing that we like to tell people is that QuickBooks works well for those who learn it and use it properly. So if this is something you have no interest in, then I would definitely stick to something easy like an Excel spreadsheet because QuickBooks can be complicated if you don't take the time to train yourself in it and get really familiar with it. So if you want to use a spreadsheet to track your income and expenses, to do that, you should make a tab for each month of the year for expenses and a tab for income. At the end of the month, you would go through your bank account and use the spreadsheet to total your income and expenses for each category. So let's say for in January, you want to know how much you spent on advertising, supplies, meals, etc. each category. And you also want to know the total income. So for every single month, you want to know the total spent in each category and the total income. At the end of the year, you would combine it to one page and you would have your totals for the entire year of every category and your total income. You could give that spreadsheet to your CPA and they can easily prepare your tax return based on those numbers. So the important thing to take away here is that you need to get your bookkeeping system down from the start. I cannot urge this enough. You will need your books to file your tax return, like I said earlier, and you will need your books to know how much in taxes you will owe when you file. So you should, as a business owner, be setting aside a portion of profits to pay your taxes every single month. We recommend setting aside 30% of profit to be safe, even though this could be a little overkill depending on which tax bracket you are. This would make sure that you don't have any surprises at the end of the year when you're paying taxes on your business income. Now, if you never keep track of your books and your income and expenses, how would you know what your profit is? And the answer is you wouldn't. You wouldn't know. So you really would have no idea what you're going to owe. So sitting down and looking at it at least once a month is so crucial and so important to do when you're a business owner. So definitely don't skip this step. After you've taken all of those steps and you're totally legal and a by-the-book business, there are a few other things you need to do and look into. One of those is you need to find a good CPA. Now, there's a lot of ways to do that. You can ask family members and friends and research a little bit, but definitely find a CPA who is familiar working with business taxes. So if you've been using TurboTax or something like that to file your own tax return, that's completely fine when you have an easy tax return. But whenever you start a business, it's a really good idea to switch to a CPA because business tax returns are not easy to do. When you do find a good CPA, you want to discuss sales tax requirements with them. So this is something you want to do from the very beginning. Find a CPA and talk to them about these things because this is different for every business and every industry. And one of the most confusing tax laws is sales tax. So we can't really tell you exactly which business would need it, which service would need it. You actually have to do some pretty good digging in the tax laws and figure out if you are required to file and pay sales tax. So if you talk to your CPA and your business does need to do sales tax, then there's a lot more that you need to do. You need to get a sales tax permit. You need to set up how you're going to collect that. 
the percentages, all of that. So this is something that you really want to figure out right from the start. You also want to ask your CPA, is there any state-specific filings that you need to do and keep up with? So in Texas, there's what's called a Texas Franchise Tax Return, and that's filed by all LLCs. So you want to check with your CPA and see what state requirements there are so you can put those on your to-do list and make sure you don't miss anything for your state. And the final thing that you want to discuss with your CPA is if there's any industry-specific requirements. So depending on what you're selling or how you're generating income, there might be a specific tax for your business. So for example, We used to run firework stands, and there's actually a firework tax in Texas. So that's something in addition to everything else that we needed to file. So definitely when you're sitting down with your CPA in that initial meeting, write this down and make sure you ask them. So when you're heading into your very first meeting with your CPA that you found, you want to make sure these three things are on the list. One, discuss sales tax requirements. Two, discuss state-specific filings. And three, discuss industry-specific requirements. So once you have that very first meeting with your CPA and figure out all of those things we discussed and you have your business bank account set up and you have your processes in place for bookkeeping, you are really good to go. There's not much to do during that very first year once everything is set up. You really just need to watch your income and expenses and see how your business is doing. We do recommend that you do a tax projection in the last quarter of the year that you start. So if you started a new business in January this year, we think it's a really good idea to do a tax projection with your CPA in the last quarter of this year. Now, what's a tax projection? A tax projection is basically looking at the business income and what you've made over the year and your profits. And then we're going to estimate what we think that you'll make the rest of the year. And we have as much information as we can to tell you what your taxes will be. So let's say you do this in October and you see that you're probably going to owe around $10,000 based on what you've made so far and what we predict you'll make the rest of the year. Now you have from October until April to really plan and maybe even save a little bit more so that you're really prepared when you have to file and pay those taxes. So a tax projection is helpful in many, many ways, but it is something that we really recommend that you do that first year. Now, the final thing that I want to talk about on this episode is a question we always get from new business owners, and that is, how do I pay myself? So you definitely want to start paying yourself whenever you start making enough money. And first and foremost, it's very easy to do this for a new business. You just transfer the money from your business account to your personal account. That is paying yourself. It doesn't have to be a specific time frame like weekly or monthly or semi-monthly. There are no requirements on that. And I do know that this subject confuses a lot of people and there are a lot more follow-up questions. So if this is something you want to know more about, Go to episode seven and it explains exactly how to pay yourself for each entity. And if you don't know what entity you are, it would also help you figure that out. 
So that wraps up all of the first initial steps that you want to do when you're starting a brand new business. This information is exactly what entrepreneurs need to get their business started on the right foot. And we really feel like having access to this information from the start is the recipe for success for businesses. Now, I did not go into a lot of detail on any of these steps. I kind of breezed over everything so you could get a simple checklist and write those steps down. But I did want to mention that we do have a guide for new business owners written by me and Carson. It has all of these steps explained in a lot more detail and in order. Plus, there's also a lot more information about tax entities, filing dates, and a glossary for new business owners with frequently used business terms. And we even address what to do when you hire some help, how to set up retirement. We discuss healthcare. It's really packed with all of the questions we get from new business owners. So if you want to check that out, you can purchase that directly on our website in either a hard copy version or there is a version that's PDF and it's instantly downloaded to your phone, tablet, computer. We wanted to provide this information to everyone and we can only see so many people in our firm and give this information but it is priced less than one meeting at our firm. So you're getting a really good deal. I think it would take us at least 10 meetings to go through all of this. And you can have this all in a written format, easy to understand and easy to look back at when you need it. So if you wanna check that out and see what all's in it, you can go to our website at www.whatyourcpawantsyoutoknow.com. And we have a discount code for podcast listeners. If you enter podcast at checkout, then you can get 15% off the guide. So that wraps up this episode today. Thank you so much for listening. And I would really, really appreciate it if you found this episode helpful, if you would subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. I know there's a lot of people who are opening new businesses this year, and this is exactly the information that they need. So until next time, thank you so much for listening to What Your CPA Wants You to Know podcast. This podcast is intended to provide accounting and tax information for educational purposes only. All tax situations are unique and should be handled with the assistance of a tax professional. 